0: blog talk radio
1: has anyone ever told you you dream too big that you have too many ideas that you need to be realistic what if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enabled you to do what makes your heart truly sing Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education and celebration of enlightened beings worldwide. I'm Mari and happy Tuesday. We are at the last weekend of the summer. I can't believe we're coming. I'm already talking about the weekend. It's just Tuesday, right? So can you tell I've been working really hard. Um and I haven't really had any days off. So I'm just, I am just I was supposed to take the entire month of August off. It has not happened. And I was just talking to someone else about that earlier today was, oh, I'm going to take the whole week off and just forget about it. Entrepreneurship is just, uh, it has a whole life of its own. So, um, yes, we are at the last Tuesday before Labor Day. We are in a waning
2: moon. So that
0: means that if you are feeling tired, it's for good reason. We have the energy. It's kind of like the tide is out right now. You know, it's the last dog days of summer. A lot of kids are already back in school in various parts of the United States um on the east coast they don't start till next week so it's kind of our rhythm here in this region is very slow it's just you know you kind of don't want to work it's like the week between christmas and new year's where you just don't like why am i working why am i doing this but you know the show has to go on so um we are but with the waning moon you have uh the moon is getting smaller and smaller each day so it's not a big time for manifesting and bringing all the big stuff in um Although things can, you know, certainly happen, it's much more of a time for doing your research, for tying up loose ends, even for cleaning out, clearing out, and things like that. Uh, but when we get on after the next um, new moon and after the Labor Day weekend, as far as you know, the U.S. is concerned, and get right into September, like middle of next week, you'll start to feel the energy start to kick in, and by the time we get to, to the mid, middle of September it's going to be full force, and I think October and November are going to be really, really um, powerful months energetically. You know, this is a, a different uh, energy this year because after that solstice we had in December of last year, um, we we don't have like an Armageddon thing looming over, you know. So there's not this big crescendo of what's going to happen to us, what's going to happen to us. Going on, so it's a really interesting time now leading into the, the holidays without all of the, the blue, you know, all the extra halo of confusion and aggravation and fear and all that. So, we had, we kind of got rid of that, and now it's really sort of a clean plate for creating. Tonight, what we're going to be talking about is uh, creating windfalls. And when I say windfalls, like when, the, when I say windfalls of abundance. What I mean by that is not just you know yeah I know everybody goes immediately to the lottery you know I know she must she's going to talk about how to hit the lottery well that's one type of windfall yes but what I was really referring to is windfalls in every in, in most of your life categories kind of and when I say that I mean good things happening in several categories of your life at one time so that's a windfall of abundance now of course that can translate into a windfall of money, meaning unexpected money coming to you. That can also be unexpected shifts, happy shifts in relationships. That can be, um, you know, happy shifts in your business, in your career, in uh, your family life. It can be in your health, you know, nice, nice uh, jump forward for you if you're in a healing process. Um, but when we talk about uh, windfalls, we're talking about, multiple life categories going well simultaneously now the opposite of that we've talked about on the show in the past which is called the dark night of the soul where we have those categories those basic life categories you know relationship uh money career business uh, uh parenting health you know those those are some of the bigger categories you know your work life purpose and all that when you have tough stuff happening in, in more than three categories at one time, it's called a dark night of the soul. Like, you know, maybe like one of your parents passes away and they lose your job and they're getting a divorce and the dog dies and the hamster, you know, dies and the kid decides it's not going to talk to you for six years and you know, all that kind of stuff. That's the dark night of the soul. That's like a big transitional phase. That's the phase that usually kicks us into a crossroads. Well, most people, if, if you're especially if you're past the age of like twenty, late 20s, you you've experienced something in that range, you know, something uh, somewhat of a dark night of the soul. Twenty-seven, we have what's called a Saturn return, which I won't get into that tonight. we'll, we'll get an astrologer on the show so I'll explain all about that at some point. But um, it's it's kind of a cycle where uh, every so often, every you know, few decades, you'll have this the Saturn return, which is kind of like the cleansing year, and it's a really tough year, and a lot of people really kind of lose it, and uh, when I say lose it, they really, there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of, you know, really harsh energy and difficult times, it's more, it's like you're kind of like you're coming up, it's just like you're paying year. here. Um, you know, a lot of people, actually, a lot of young people, when they hit that 27 year mark, as a, a Saturn return happens, they will, you know, sort of very um uh what's the Like kind of like take a hatchet to relationships, quit jobs. Some of them commit suicide like James Dean and um Bob Marley and several of them of these big um uh I think it was what's her name, Amy Winehouse. Oh gosh, don't get I hope I didn't say that wrong. Oh, I I don't follow all these things, but they that was like kind of like the time when they really went through their dark times and um and decided to leave uh it was in that age in that age range of the Saturn return and that that 20 something Saturn return it happens again i think in the 50s and, you know so i i don't want to quote don't quote me on all of that just yet because i want to make sure i get it accurate but that's the general idea right so that's the dark side but on the light side which we never really talk about cuz people think that windfalls are flukes on the on the light, lighter side the opposite the polar opposite of a dark side of the soul is a windfall of abundance and that is having um really good things start to happen in several life categories at a time. So it's not just one thing. You'll hear it when so somebody says, oh, I got, I got paid. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I got a new job. And then we're buying a new house. And now I have this gift registry. And now I have everything I've ever wanted. And, you know, oh, and now I got pregnant. And, you know, it's kind of like that flow. You, you People kind of hit that ground and hit, hit into this, this period of flow in their world. So, well, there are ways to influence, um this flow. Now, if you are in a hard part of your astrological chart, and I'm only saying this because I've been through this, and any Saturn things are swimming around in your chart, like there's this thing called, a, there's a Saturn return and then there's another thing where Saturn sits like in your house of money and it's like for six years that happened to me. It was like, oh my God, no matter what I did, it did more. And then when that lifted, um, Saturn went into, like, retrograde for six months so That was another six months now. But then after that, things started to do up. And so, but during that time, the amount of lessons I learned and the dues paying and, the, you know, just kind of getting your butt kicked and constantly picking yourself up by your bootstraps and going and doing and going and doing anyway and overcoming and all that stuff makes you really strong. For the time that I'm kind of in now where things are starting to really come together and being huge massive shift in various life categories all at the same time. I, some of my friends are looking at me like, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Um, you're going to be an overnight success and it only took you, you know, two decades. Um, but that's the kind of shift. So that's what I wanted to talk about tonight is how do we actually um, create ca- a catalyst to opening the gateways to these windfalls of abundance. And we're going to go through that uh, right after we do a little bit of, of housekeeping. And of course, we're going to be doing some greetings tonight. I see a lot of you are on the lines already, so thanks for calling in. Um, and if you want to call in, you can call me. Uh, you can at three four seven two one five nine four eight five. 215 three four seven two one five nine four eight five. If you want to call in with a question, so let's just get to housekeeping. Then I'll get into this windfall thing, and then we'll start taking some of your calls and. Uh, Gina is is on tonight. She's going to be working the, the boards for me tonight, so we're going to see if we can get through our commercial breaks without blowing up the studio. <laughs> <Stand down. laughs> so we'll see, we'll see if we can get through that. If not, we'll just keep talking and keep the commercials. Um, we'll see. So anyway, as far as housekeeping is concerned, we have a couple of big things coming up. Next, uh, in two weeks, we start Karen Abrams, uh, the Theta Healer, Master Theta Healer, Karen Abrams. She's going to be starting her class. On divine abundance, so that's you know, we're really kicking into this abundance thing for the fall, which is really exciting. Uh, she'll be starting the week after Labor Day, so that that Wednesday after Labor Day, I think it's like the 11th or something. And then, um, Rudy Hunter is going to be coming back and he's going to be doing his advanced class. So, if you took the power mid summer power booth class with us in July, then you are eligible to take the advanced class, advanced power class with Rudy and I. And that's going to be on uh starting on Monday night, um September. I'm just gonna look at a calendar here on September ninth, sixteenth and twenty third will be Rudy's class and September eleventh, eighteenth and twenty fifth will be Karen's class. So for Rudy's class, if you'd like to um sign up for that, we actually uh started put up our, our page today. If you now and I will say this, it, you have to have had the Power Boost class to be eligible to take this advanced class. Please don't sign up unless you either have um, participated in the live class or you've bought the audio course of the Power Boost course, because if you have not, you won't be ready for the energy transmission of this advanced class. Okay, so the links to the first class are on this page on um. page going to announce it. I guess I'm going to, let Gina, t- Gina, just Skype me and tell me what the page link is again for uh, for Rudy's page and then I'll announce it because I don't want to give it out wrong. I think it's Power Boost too, but I just want to make sure. Um, so Rudy's class will start in September and we have Karen's class starting in September. And then September 29th, mark your calendars because that is going to be our next fall, the autumn version of our world 20. 20- uh, World Telesummit 2013. So uh, I'm looking for some amazing speakers and we'll probably go for about two or three weeks. I haven't figured that out yet because um, we keep getting more people um, writing and sending books. And can I be on the Telesummit? Can I be on the Telesummit? And if there's somebody you would like to see on the Telesummit, please send us an email at support at com because I'd love to know, um, you know, if there's any speakers uh, that you have found to be very inspiring or that you really enjoy hearing from, I'd love to hear um, what you guys would hear next. That would, that would be real, actually really helpful for me. It's also as well as guests on the show because already we're booking into the late fall for this show. All right. So I think that's enough for housekeeping. Uh, we'll get you that page link in a little bit. And um, let's get into this windfall thing and then we're going to start taking some of your calls. Again, the number to call in is 347-215-9485. So a lot of people think that a windfall is something that's just haphazard out of the blue. There's no control over it. you know it's just the lucky people get it um and and actually, that partly is true in the sense that's one type of windfall. But when we're talking about the windfalls that I'm referring to, we're talking about flow we're talking about connecting into your own infinite self, your own greater energy, and allowing that you have a much bigger space to come through for you. The infinite version of you, we have that embodied version of ourselves and then the bigger um, infinite version of ourselves, which just, you know, if we we take it from that side, so if we take it from our infinite self, our big greater self that encompasses all of our lifetimes and all of our, you know, soul journey and all that stuff, a little piece of that infinite being decides to have an incarnated lifetime and take on a physical vessel a physical body for for a period of time. And so there's a piece of you that comes in the body but there's a much bigger piece of us that's not in the body, it's actually on the outside of our body as our energy now helping us to navigate the world. So we have, um, we get our inspiration from the infinite self, we get our information from the infinite self, see all the ins. we get our intuition from our infinite self and so um, this is when you communicate with that portion of you, um, this is when you can start to receive the information that creates that sense of a loophole, that sense of connection in multiple categories of your life simultaneously. So the thing that blocks us, there's a lot of things that will block us from hearing the voice of our infinite self are that intuitive voice, that voice of inspiration, that voice of connection. And there's four categories that we can become kind of gunked up in and block our ability to receive from that greater part of ourselves. There's the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the energetic. So those are all different types of clutter that we can have um, in our, you know, in our world. And so and most of us have something in each of those categories. Now when we have those, then it, it trips off a whole kind of backward spiral of things. So if you have a physical flutter and you feel really stressed out by it, then that kind of blocks you and that block starts to, you know, block the flow of, of your energy, right? It might make you feel stressed out even if you're not thinking about it. Um, it might make it might just make life hard for you to navigate through your car, through your house, through your office, not and think harder to find things, etcetera. Might you know, drum up some other emotions and things like that. Your energetic your uh mental clutter is when you have something really heavy on your mind, you're kind of in your head about it, you're spinning, you're analyzing, 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 analyzing and and kind of just sort it out, sort it out, sort it out without really taking in the, the, the energetic um contributions that can help you to sort it out a little bit easier. So that they call it being in your head. When you have um uh, emotional clutter, that's when you have all those like, you know, feelings of depression, grief, um, anger, um, melancholy, those types of things. And then your energetic clutter is when you literally in your art field, that, that kind of energy around your your body, you can have attachments to other people. Um, It's like codependency, even though it's a physical, kind of even a mental and emotional block, codependency can also be an energetic block where you've kind of got a cord in someone and you're trying to pull their energy and try to plug into another person instead of your own infinite self, you know, instead of that God energy, the source energy, or your own infinite energy. So when we plug into somebody else and want them to make us happy and think that if they just behave the way we want, we can officially be happy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that's when... Um, you have that energetic clutter. Okay? Other people can do that to you, too. It's called having cords, energetic cords, negative cords. So when you have all this stuff going on, it makes it very difficult for you to receive anything. So it, it, that's why, you know, a lot of people can go, you, you want to go on a diet or you want to if you even lose weight and look great or you want to... That one's all of you know. Want more flow for your money? Not even necessarily the lottery, but just like the kind of job that you'll love. You want that relationship, that soulmate relationship, that twin flame, whatever you want to call it. And it feels like you're kind of trudging around in the mud. It's because a lot of times there's clutter in all those categories. There's so much clutter in all those categories, and if you're not cleansing it on a continuous basis, you can really block your ability to receive, you kind of, you know, it's kind of having too many weeds in the garden. So how do you deal with this? Well, this is, when you take a look at all of this, okay, one of the things, the most important thing to do is to be actually be able to identify what it is that's cluttering up the world and recognizing the connection between decluttering and receiving, opening to receive. So what we call this, and I had a, one of my mentors. I was listening to her speak about this, and I've talked about this before. But I, it was amazing when she said, you know how sometimes you'll hear something over and over again, and then somebody says it one way, and you're like, oh, that's it. And when I was listening to her, I said, you know, I'm going to talk to my audience about that because the way she phrased it was so brilliant. And she said, she says, what are what are your what are you tolerating in your life? That if you didn't have to tolerate would create a whole open field for receptivity. So, meaning, what are your tolerances? If you look, what are you tolerating? Are you tolerating a missing button on your coat that it just is annoying? You keep going on. You know, you keep saying, "Okay, I'm going to put the button on. the coat. I'm going to get to the button. I'm going to get. I got to get to that button. I got to get." But you don't, right? So you just, each time you go to put on your coat, it's the button's missing, and you tell yourself, "Oh, so you had another thing you added to, it to do it." Or maybe it's that junk drawer in the kitchen, and you can't find anything. So you end up having like four Phillips head screwdrivers because you just keep going out and buying a new one because you can never find the you know, the one that you already have or the three that you already have. Um there there's now it, these tolerances can stack up in all different categories of real life. Maybe it's you know getting your taxes done or maybe it's um negotiating debt, you know, with your credit card companies or it's um balancing your checkbook or it's getting the, the tech nails clips so they stop tearing up your furniture. You know, There's all different categories of tolerances. And what was so interesting to me is when she said, if you go around your house and you look at piles, at the piles, what are you tolerating? What are you tolerating in your home? What are you tolerating in your car? What are you tolerating in your relationships? whether it's with a significant other or with your your kids or, you know, even your your work relationships, your friendships, okay? What are you tolerating, um, you know, emotionally? If you look at, you know, these different piles, you'll see, if you look from life category to life category, it is amazing how if you take a piece of paper and you start to write down, what am I actually tolerating? That I can actually change. Okay, if you're four foot, you know, nine and you want to be five foot eleven and you're 35 years old, it's probably not going to happen. So that's not, that's not even tolerated, but you can't change. So we're not talking about that. But what we're talking about is these life categories that you do have the capacity to shift and change. And when you make that list, and then you prioritize that list of tolerances. You just ask yourself to get yourself a nice piece of paper your print from your printer or your legal pad or your notebook or whatever. And you want to write down a whole laundry list of tolerances. What am I tolerating? And then you want to divide them up into categories. And then you can see, is it more mental stuff in them? Is it physical stuff in my house? Is it emotional stuff? Is it energetic stuff where you're feeling bogged down? Okay. If it's, in, of course, it's more than likely it's going to be your know, tolerances across the board, and you don't need to tackle all of them at one time. But here's what causes the windfall, what creates the windfall, the positive windfall, is when you start to tackle these tolerances and eliminate them. And if you go down this list and you start, to, you say, okay, I'm going to sew the button, or I'm going to throw the coat out, I'm going to donate the coat with the button and the needle and thread, and, and get a new coat okay, you're going to clean out your files or you're going to clean out that closet where everything's falling down every time you open it, you have to shut the door real fast so <laughs> stuff doesn't fall on your head, okay? When you start to tackle, first you can tackle the things that don't create a tremendous amount of anxiety and emotion, so that's one way of handling it, you know? And then you can build your way up to the bigger things. Or what I personally do is the opposite. I look at that list and I ask the question, What can I eliminate here that would make the biggest shift in me feeling better? And I will pick the thing that's the hardest on the list, and I will tackle that first. And then that way, it gives me confidence, it it gets the worst thing off the list, you know, and sometimes you'll have to do things in stages, right? You can't necessarily go wipe out your student loans or, you know, maybe you have to set up a payment plans for your taxes or maybe you have to set up, you know, do something with your credit card debt or whatever, and it's going to take time. But having that conversation and opening up the gateways to solutions and saying what's possible here and actually opening up the gateways to solutions, creates that channel of energy. And you don't have to be perfect for you to get these windfalls that I'm referring to. You don't have to be perfect at all. Actually, I always say it's like the 51% rule. If you're 51% good at at this stuff, you're going to see huge changes. 70% miracle. You feel like it's miracle everywhere. Okay? You don't have to be 100%. You know, even the most organized people have their piles that they're tolerating. It's not, you know, the end of the world. But when you're not aware of it, and things are just tripping and tripping and tripping. What happens is then you have a few too many tolerances, you know, too many things that you're tolerating, then there's emotions that get kind of stuck, right? You know, sometimes you're ashamed, sometimes you're depressed, sometimes you're living with an underlying, like I call it the screen saver of anxiety, where it's kind of like, you know, the screen goes dark and then you just have this like idling anxiety all the time. And when you live like that, it's tripping off anxiety into every category of your life. And that's why we have that kind of numbness. We'll feel that kind of numbness where we feel like, um, you know, I, I don't feel anything. That numbness is can really get you into trouble. So what you want to do is make your list. And this, this is the how-to, okay? You want to make your list. You want to um, prioritize it. So you do it first by the categories that we talked about, emotional, physical, mental, energetic. And then you want to rank them. So you can say the most, the thing that stresses me out the most or the thing that I'm most ashamed of, the thing that creates the most emotion for me is, or is this. Circle that thing. The hardest thing for you. Okay? And then... You're going to pick which thing you want to tackle, whether it's the small thing, like you want to build your confidence, like the button or the cleaning out the junk drawer in the kitchen or whatever, fine. Um, or it's the big thing, fine. Okay, or it's the thing that you have to break into chunks, fine. It may be that just the step you need is to do a Google search on getting someone to help you with a particular thing, whether it's the weight loss, exercise, whatever, okay? And you're going to take it step by step. but sooner you eliminate some of these tolerances, okay, let's say you have ten. If you eliminate five, you are going to see empty spaces in your world where stress used to be. You're going to be cleaning out that garden, okay, you're going to be clearing it out. And that is going to be a magnet to that bigger energy, that greater part of you, the God of your understanding, as my friend Guruji says, that energy you're going to connect in there because that energy, nature, if you look at nature, nature never likes to leave things empty. If there's an empty space, nature will fill it with something. Okay? So you want to create empty spaces in your world. You know, dump the guy if he's being an idiot. Dump him. (laughs) <laughs> because you ha- you have that empty space so that it-, it can be filled up. You can't go to Starbucks with the old cup that you used yesterday with half of it filled with old coffee and then say, I want a fresh cup of coffee in the cup that's still dirty, right? You need a fresh new cup. You need to empty the cup. And then once you do, in various categories of your life, what you're going to do is create that space. And once one thing trips and it goes really great and you get the confidence, right, and now you've created sort of empty spaces for receiving in other areas of your life, that's when that sensation of the windfall comes because now you get a big download of new stuff in your physical world and then, you know, your your emotional world goes up because you're feeling so much better about yourself and then, you know, the mental charge stops so now instead of spending, spending your mental energy on, you know, Criticizing yourself, you're spinning that mental energy in a positive direction of how can you create, you know, uh, your new business, or how, or what are the steps to take to you know to really strengthen your body and all those good things, you know, or to meet those new people or to get new friends who are really nourishing and and, and nurturing of you in, and vice versa, right? To start that new hobby or whatever, you can start to use that mental energy to work for you instead of against you. Huge difference and when you start to have these various categories um, filled in when you get to the energetic stuff you're not going to need to be dependent on someone behaving a certain way for you to be happy you see this all the time when you start to get comfortable and happy and you've taken charge in your own world in those other categories your codependency on other people be they your spouse your kids, your friends, you know, uh, your coworkers, whoever it is that you've put in a position of power in your world to make you happy or not happy, that will stop. And it's amazing how abruptly it will stop. And a lot of times without you even thinking it because then that that neediness factor goes away. Okay? So if you have any questions about this, um, feel free to call in. I'm going to start taking some calls. Um, you know let's do a couple calls and then we'll maybe we'll try a break in a little bit um all right let's see here uh veronica in california let's see veronica are you there i am i am here hi
3: thank you so much hi my dear thank you so much and got such important messages that you have for all of us really
0: Oh, thank you. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. How are you tonight? And tell me what your question is.
3: Well, I am. I'm optimistically hearing you, and hoping that you will give me even better news. I've been okay. going through a kind of a journey when it comes to my career. I had a very yeah. solid um, and, and good career up until November 2012, when it came down to a halt. The position gets dismantled and went to, uh, it just just ended. It wasn't like a bad thing or nothing. I was in peace with it and I felt I was going to uh, something better and greater. Mm -hmm. However, it's been such a roller coaster finding a new position that will really take me to a stable situation again. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I keep
3: getting jobs that either they last only two, three days because the person, the hiring manager, Mm -hmm. was not aware that the position was closed.
2: Oh, my goodness.
3: Um, other, yes, other one. I just got hired, went through a week of a, of a training in San Diego to my return. Yesterday was my first day of work, and when I went in, I was just told that there were changes, and thank you so much, for this is how far we're going to be able to go with you. So
4: Whoa. The, it ended
3: yesterday. So, um, and the other positions that I have had, they were only from the very beginning temp positions. So it's just so draining. Um, when do you see this change in? What do you see moving forward for me? I mean, did you see me finding a job, and when do you see that coming up? I had a great job interview yesterday, by the way. So I'm, I'm just keeping my fingers I think, crossed I think
0: applying. What we were okay. So I think what we were just talking about, what I was just talking about, really applies to you because when we talk about plugging in, where do we plug in our power? Okay, and allowing something to dictate our happiness or dictate our safety. Um, you, what you're doing is not giving yourself permission to feel safe until you have a job. And as you were talking, in the you know, right in the beginning of your question when you were just explaining kind of your story, right. um, I heard the word safe, safety. She's very concerned about safety. You're feeling very unsafe right now. And so when you feel yes. that way, um, you your energy is reading that way and so what you're doing is magnetically attracting situations that put you in an unsafe unstable sort of you know earthquake kind of movement under your feet right because that's how you're feeling I was like, oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh if i can just get a job and i can land something then i can and i can yes. count on the money then i will be safe then i can be safe then i can have security and then i can be happy and do all these other things but until then i have to be miserable and i have to be like freaked out right so you're that <laughs> you're it's it's sort of you're like projecting this freaked out energy into the space you're getting into these very you know this this pattern of unstable and that's highly unusual i've actually as the thousands of readings i've done i've never heard anyone say what you just said so um so the first one of the angels that came in for you as soon as i heard the word faith was archangel michael and archangel michael um Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I'll get to that second. (laughs) Archangel Michael is the the biggest protection angel you can get. Uh, He is, you can call on him, and what you want to do is you want to close your eyes each morning, and you want to program your cells. So every cell, we have 70 trillion cells in our body, and every cell, all 70 trillion of those cells, has their own chakra system and has their own receptors, energetic receptors. And believe right. it or not, there's, there's more space in between those cells than there are cells themselves. So that space that's in between all those cells, I know this is getting advanced, but that space is where this energy comes in. So that's where all your infinite energy, the God source, the angelic, all of the helper, heavenly helpers come through that, those spaces to help you in this physical, you know, those 70 trillion cells. So when the way that you can help yourself to program for better positions is to start programming yourself for safety. So all you do is close your eyes, you take a nice deep breath, and envision this huge column of white light, which is also protective light, coming down all over the crown chakra, over the top of your head, going all the way down into the earth. And it's like almost like, like a rubber tire. It bounces any negativity off. And you can see Archangel Michael as part of that big light that's keeping you safe and you just want it like for about, I don't know, as long as you can do it. I would say if you do it for, for 60 seconds is the least amount of time. You go 10 minutes, you go 20 minutes, but you just want to literally say to yourself, safe, 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 safe. And I am safe. And then what you can do is you can say safe and you can say I am safe because I'm not connecting the God energy and the, the man. And then you can see yourself literally projecting the word safe, 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 out into the world, okay? What you're going to see when that happens is now you're working from the inside out. So instead of waiting for a job to give you permission to feel safe, you're commanding yourself to be safe from within. You're connecting to what really keeps you safe anyway, which is that bigger energy. And then you'll start to see these job situations and your relationships and everything else come up in a different way. And once you do that, I I I, I don't think you're going to – I think you'll, you will have the type of position you're looking for um, before the end of the year. You're really close. But this is the lesson that you need to learn from that so that you could sustain it. Because it's not a matter of you can't get a job. You get jobs. It's sustainability. It's sustaining them.
3: But none no. of them really have ever put me back into where I was. And because I'm a single parent and I'm not even getting unemployment because I was right. working for a nonprofit for such a long time, yeah, it does put me in a very stressful situation because I have to provide for
0: my little boy. Yep. Um and this is the best so. way to do it, is to go from the inside out. So yes, logically, what you just said makes perfect sense, but energetically, mm-hmm. this is what works. Trust me, I know. I've been there. Uh, as an entrepreneur, we always lose our. When you I was a consultant for I don't know 15 years and when I did my job well, I'd always lose my job because then they don't need you. If you do your job well, you finish the project, then it goes away. <laughs> you know, that's why a lot of people try to keep consulting, you know, keep finding more problems in a company so they can keep the, the position. But I wasn't like I wasn't like that. So I know all about no, no unemployment and, you know, all that stuff. I totally relate. Um I, you know, was in and out of work for a decade and without any unemployment ever, so I get it. But this is the way that you get out of that, okay? You have to do it from the inside out. And this is where the word courage comes in. You have to have courage and make a choice to try it a different way. Then you can always go back to the old way if you want to, but I think you're going to be happy with the result. But give yourself, I would say before November 15th you should be, in much better shape if you do. Oh, divine back. Jesus.
3: Yeah, okay. right now my boy is in, yeah, he's out of the country with my parents. Uh, I am concerned about even bringing him back as I even considering leaving him there until this situation sorts itself out. But I don't want to do that. That's, that's very painful. You know, I, I want my boy back, and he wants to be back too. So I just don't even know how I'm going to manifest that. So.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to give it a shot. Give this a shot and then, um, and, and see what happens. But give it your whole heart. Give it your whole heart and trust. It's a matter of trust now, um, in something, that greater version of you. You know, it's kind of like trying to turn on the light switch, but you're not connected to the electric company when you do it the other way. Okay? So this oh, is going to connect you not. back into the power grid. You'll see. It, it, okay. it works. I know it's worked for me and it's worked for a lot of my clients. So good luck to you, and I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you're it. So, you're welcome. Have a great night. Thank you, dear. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. Let's take another caller. How about, um, this is an interesting name, Alfena in Arizona. Alfina? Is it Alfina? He'll tell uh, me. Yes, it's Elfina. Hi, Elfina. How are you?
5: Uh, I'm good.
0: Well, what's your question?
5: I I want to know like what your insights are into my relationship right now.
0: Um. Okay. Relationship as in boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh.
2: Yes. Okay. Hmm.
0: You know, it's interesting because it feels very, very hazy. Like, I'm not getting any strong emotion. It's almost like it's a, there's a numbness or a standstill. Are you having a standstill situation going on? Are you even talking to this person? Uh, no. Like, we're not at a standstill, no. Okay. So what? give me a specific question because I don't want to start the hunt and pack because we're on a radio show and we have, like, a minute. So tell me, <laughs> give me a specific question.
5: Oh, let's see. Well, I'm wondering if our plans for um, like starting a family is going to be. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to happen within this year. No.
0: Nope. Getting uh, strong. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Now, yeah. Bye. I- what I was gonna say is though, it's it's more because, and this is this. I'm just gonna give you this message and then I'll move on to the next person. But it feels yeah. more because it feels like there's a communication that's not happening, and that both parties are not on the same page, even though it may seem like you are. So uh,
2: that's what that is much coming
0: have in. Communication,
5: and um, we're both on the same page. He wants to, and I want to, and. Uh yeah, I really believe it will happen within this year. I just was looking for confirmation, that that's not what you saw. So, um yeah, you know I have to stick with what I believe. So
2: yep,
0: I would always say go with that. Go with that. Go with what you you believe. Okay. Take care. Good Good night. Okay. And here. Oh wait. Let me just see here. Okay. So when something like that happens, and, and this is and that was, I'm actually glad that we have just had that call with Alfina because what happens is someone calls in and they want a very specific, um, you know, outcome and specific answer. And what I will get, or what any psychic or reader will get, is the if all things stay the same, the most probable potential. But there's many, many, many potentials. What you want to do to stay in a powerful position for yourself is to go with what you truly believe for yourself. I 100% stand by what I just said. I don't, I absolutely 100% stand by what I just said and I know what I felt. But it's also, you always have your own free will to choose to believe what it is. And also, you have the power to create whatever outcome you choose to create. So that's something to always keep in mind when you're, when you're getting, uh, a reading. Okay, let's move on to Carolyn in Canada. Hi Carolyn, are you there? Oh,
4: I'm here. I'm
0: here. How <laughs> um, are you?
4: I am I'm excited now. <laughs> um you're, you're what? very enlightened. Um, listen to everything. Oh, okay. Uh okay. totally understand it. Um, have been trying to manifest myself a windfall financially. Mm-hmm. Have been told that money is a large chunk or a large sum of money is heavy for me to manifest. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, energetically, it is heavy. Um, I have been working so hard, volunteering and I actually took some time off today because I was tired. Thank you about the waning. Yeah. Um didn't know why I was tired. Yeah. Um but my I'm I'm living in a one bedroom apartment. My bedroom has been my storage room because it's so noisy and I sleep in in just basically it's like I've made it into a bachelor apartment with a great big storage room. Mm. And um I'm I'm really having I'm wondering you know, what's up, what's gonna happen financially. It's it's um I've been listening to my guidance and I'm being compelled in so many ways. I feel like a balloon that has been stretched out mm-hmm. to the limits. Um, mm-hmm. um and, and there's how safe were, do
0: you feel receiving from other people?
4: How safe do I feel from receiving? Yep. Um, okay, this goes back to my volunteer job, and they're very, very good to me. Um, I'm getting to really like it. Well, it's not kind of like
0: um, that's not the question. That's not the question. Okay. It's uh, it, what we're talking about is receiving. Because here's the thing. You, well, there's a lot of things that are sort of flowing in. The first thing is, by any chance, are you Catholic?
4: No. Oh, no, I haven't been Catholic for years.
0: But you originally no, were? I was raised Catholic, yes. Okay, there it is. There it is. Right there. Wait, no, stop. Okay. So the, the reason why I'm asking is because Mary, Virgin Mary, came in very quickly when you started speaking. And you can look at her as like the non-denominational, you don't have to worry about it being associated with Catholicism, I was just wondering, because it felt like you have a lot of biblical energy around you and lifetimes and biblical times, um, where you took vows of poverty, vows of suffering, and vows of chastity, Um, Mm -hmm. and that where you were kind of like always the giver, the caretaker, and not ever really receiving, like it wasn't like a lifetime or several, there were several lifetimes where you were not royalty, let's put it like that, okay? Okay. So your capacity to receive was definitely, definitely uh, suppressed. And so it, it's almost like it's unsafe for you to receive because either somebody can take it away or you're not allowed to be seen receiving when you're serving, you know, the royalty or oh. serving others. You're not allowed to receive. And if you're seen receiving, then you can actually get killed for it in those times, you know, if you were a handmaid yeah. and you were... Getting some sort of favor, and you were not royalty. You get off with their head. You know what I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys, it's it's feeling very much like you've had some vows in there that are still stuck, and this this whole aspect of receiving is has a spin on it for you, okay. And so that's why when Mary comes in, it's about nurturing. Mary is two things. One is about nurturing and nurturing yourself. It's also the feminine, the divine feminine, which is all about receiving and and, and caring and self-care. And then the third thing is she's also from miracles. So you're saying the windfall thing, you want the windfall, you want that big crescendo that's going to kind of save you from you. But if you're living in what you've created is a storage room, there is no nurturing in that. Okay? When you're not... There's no, And then when you're not nurturing yourself and you're volunteering all your time so that you're not receiving, I mean, you know you're receiving emotionally and all that kind of, you know, the good stuff and, you know, the pets and the, oh, thank you so much, and the gratitude, but you're not receiving a monetary exchange for what you're doing. Um, it, there's a um, lot of no, I'm not. What kids. they're
4: doing is, um, Mari, what they're doing is, they are giving me like a remuneration, like they're giving me credit at the store to create. Well,
0: that's that's fine, but that's not the same as uh, an equal exchange. You know, I do a reading, I get paid for the reading. Done. I'm, okay. There's no obligation. You know what I'm saying? So what you're mm-hmm. done? you've done. You've spun this almost like um, convent type of clerical almost the lifestyle you know where you're not in a flourishing environment you're in a sur- more of a survival mode and you're looking okay. for some kind of big crescendo to save it to save you and may and bring you kind of so that you're afloat you know but so this is yep. all this has receiving written all over it um
4: so i've got to open up my receiving aspect
0: Yes, and what I would say is that, you know, like taking that house, and what we were talking about tonight is perfect, taking that house of yours and saying, what is it that you're tolerating that's not nourishing to you? Look at every pile, every box, every whatever you have in that house. And You know, do you even open the blinds? It feels like dark. I don't know why it feels dark, but they're showing me dark.
4: Um, well, that's because I don't have good lighting, and I yeah, have my okay. air conditioner in the window.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So yes, I don't okay, get, I do
4: not get good lighting.
0: Yeah, it feels so dark in there. It just feels heavy and dark. So, um, it 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 definitely feels like if you can start to just remove some of the stuff that you think you need to store,
2: okay, uh, in there okay. with you,
0: get a storage unit or. Or something, and also it feels to me too like there might be some healing work or something that you can do that you've actually gotten a lot of experience as a volunteer that you could actually start to charge for, not necessarily from that organization obviously, but from another someplace else, so that you can start to get this: you are worthy, your energy, your time is worthy of an ex, of an actual exchange that sustains your your life and living. That's okay. when well, you're going to have a much higher capacity to attract that windfall that you're your
4: so is, is there a job there, too, or – because I've I, been applying for
2: – Well,
0: absolutely. If you want a job, I think that there's a fear around that equal exchange for you. And this is where – I'm going to give you – I'm going to have to get off because it's uh, – just because I have a bunch of other people I have to get you on the oh, call right. tonight. But no, 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 no worries. Here I'm going to give you the name of the CD. I think you, if you don't already have it, you need to get it. And I would say listen to this for 30 days. And it's Doreen Virtue's. I've mentioned this on the call before. It's called Karma Releasing. She has a Karma Releasing CD. Okay, you can get it on Amazon. It's like $4.99 okay. $4. now. It's really nothing. Um, okay, you can either get the CD, or if you have an MP3 player, you can get a download. And if you listen to that each day. You can listen to it at night or in the morning. And then there's another one, the chakra clearing. CD. These are her two classics, and they've been out for over a decade. Um, chakra releasing, chakra clearing, rather, and karma releasing. Listen to one in the morning and one at night. Do that for 30 days. You can even do it for 15 days. We need to shift the energy first, and then you literally are going to one day wake up and say, okay, I'm out of this apartment. i got to, you know, I've, <laughs> I've got I've to... And you're going to start to see things shift. But you have to sort of manage it from the energetic part first. And you've been managing it from the physical. Like, okay, I need money. <laughs> you know, need to apply for a job. Yeah, but it's energetically you're saying, I'm not open to receive. I always have to give my time away. I'll, I'll die if I receive for what I'm doing because of past life stuff. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And then you can't get the job that you really want. It's just, it, you, you can't because you're blocking it. It's like driving with your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. Okay. So, what I want to try to do is get your foot off the brake. And, and okay. that can happen only when you feel safe. So, you're another one with Archangel Michael, birth. but Virgin Mary came, Mother Mary came in for you. She's extremely protective, and she's like the divine feminine protective. Michael is more of that masculine protection, but she's divine feminine protection. Okay. okay. I All right, so hopefully that helps. That the way, and those those the I think they'll really help. Okay, Thank my you. dear, have a great night. Bye bye. Okay, let's get to another call. We only have, oh wow, we almost got to the top of the hour, you know, <laughs> I guess we're not doing a break. Um, okay, how about, I like this name, Jetty in Chicago. Hi, Jetty. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your question? Well, I have been um waking up the last week has been kind of crazy work wise and just personal life um a lot of a lot of um activities um mm-hmm. but I've been waking up and I always wake up like three or four o'clock in the morning, but this last week has been just really. Every night I've been waking up. Well, I guess every morning. And I want to know, you know, what's the significance of that, or what's going on? Are you waking up happy or sad? I or am. I am neutral. I've been working on mm-hmm. a lot, releasing a lot of things, and I think I've got a lot of things under control. Um, so yeah. I'm not waking up scared or lonely or you know, I'm yep. just sort of yep. waking up and. I yep. am trying to, at that point, kind of program myself where I am with these manifesting happy thoughts. Um, right, right, right. Okay, well, the reason why I ask that is because there's there's usually two reasons. One is anxiety, obviously, so we just eliminated that. But the other is that you're kind of being called in as a light worker. And that's one of the big telltale signs that you be caught being called onto a higher path of... Uh, of receiving and of contribution of, you know, getting closer to your life purpose, to so that kind of bigger work. Sounds like you're already doing tons of great work with yourself, um, but this is a time when you're awakened, and, you this, this happens to me every single morning, 4.44, 4 a.m., um, it kind of bounces between 4 something and 5 something, depending on when I actually go to sleep. But it's the time when the veil actually is the thinnest where you receive spiritual information and it's the time when your guides really, really want to communicate with you. So this is the best time to pull out a journal. Instead of trying to make the energy do something, they want you to, this is a whole night of receiving. I don't know what it is about everyone who's called in on this call, but here we go again. They want you to give yourself a space to receive information from them. They want to give you those answers at that time in the morning. So get out a journal. I'm going to do what we call automatic writing where you're just going to write a question which can be as simple as in your notebook you can simply say what is it that I need to know most right now? And then just it's going to feel like you're imagining it. It's going to feel like you're making it up but just start to write. And when you do after you get through the first few sentences of your own stuff, you can even say, I don't know, Mari says I should do this, but this is kind of stupid, but I'm going to try it anyway. And well, watch it all, what do I need to know most right now? And you can ask a specific question or you can, you know, just like you would start any diary, but then you go to that next, uh, you know, level. And you will see that your handwriting will change, that your, um, the, the almost sometimes the dialect of how you're speaking on the page shifts. And you'll recognize that it's got your guys, whether it's your angels or you know, Archie mic or Michael, whoever you you know, you're perceiving. That is why you're getting awakened at the the thin that the thinning of the veil. That's really what happens. It happens to Wayne Dyer, it happens to Deepak Chopra. it happens to everyone that you know, Marianne everybody talks about it. It's it's those wee hours of the morning is the time when the veil is the thinnest and the information is the most um available for you spiritually. So it's actually a really good sign. It's right. not a bad thing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. Have a great night. Thanks
1: you too.
0: Thank in. you. Thanks. All right, everybody. I think, uh, let's see here. Let's try to take one more person, and then we're going to wrap the show for tonight. How about Paula in New Jersey?
6: Hey Paula. Hi. Hi Mary. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. Um, what's your question? Well, actually, um I I just graduated from a year long um instructional class. I'm very mm-hmm. excited about, just got my certification. Um mm-hmm. and I'm just curious as whether or not I'm in the right target market for my product. What's the so product? wondering? Well the pro- I'm a health coach okay. and um I live in a fifty five and older community so that okay. is my target market. Oh, um that's great. but I've been yeah I've been um up against a few obstacles yeah. Um, but this morning, I actually received an email from the event planner saying that the trustees gave me an okay to start um, doing presentations. So I just want to make sure that this is the right course for me.
0: Yeah, I think you could also go a little younger. Uh, I would also, it, it feels like what I heard was 45. Uh, so you might want to in, in include, in addition to, you know, start where you are. and and test it, but look at it as a test. And then also I would definitely start to look at organizations that are skewing just a little bit younger because it's going to give them more, you know, it's like, there's what we call low-hanging fruit, which is kind of like start where you are. It's like the most obvious choice. And then it feels, though, that you're going to diversify a little bit younger because people... um, in that age range that you're talking about are sometimes set in their ways a little bit and what the kind of changes that a lot of times you have to do as a health coach, um, you might have better receptivity from somebody who's kind of going from that invincible stage to, oh, yeah, now I think I need to start taking supplements and taking care of my health. I know in the last, like, three or four years, I've turned into a total, like, OCD with, like, food additives and all kinds of things. I was never like that. I couldn't care less until recently... And it wasn't because I had a health crisis or anything. It was just all of a sudden I just kind of hit a point where I was like, oh, my gosh, all these chemicals, oh, my gosh, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I think that there's a shift that happens for people, and there's that, that point where everybody thinks they're invincible and they never have to worry about it. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, oh, my gosh. And then you wake up and it's like, oh, GMOs, you know. And so <laughs> um, I think that that happens a little bit younger than 55 I'm talking about for paying clients who are going to pay you for the information. You know? Yeah. You you, you hit 55, you're already being bombarded by ARP, you're hearing it all over the place, you're healthy, 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 you have a longer shelf life from a client if you get a little bit younger, you can cultivate that relationship and that no like to trust factor, so you like you trust you, to pay you factor, Yeah, a little bit younger. That's what I'm getting. Okay. But I think you're on the right track, so I would start where you are and then think about if you're going to expand going just a little bit younger, maybe 10 years younger.
6: Okay. All right, because, you know, that's interesting because, you know, Facebook gives you um, calculations on a weekly basis, and the age group that it gave me was 35 to 54. So you're right smack in the middle. Yep, yep. Absolutely. So that that really just makes sense. So okay, that's
2: great. Well, thirty
0: five uh, okay. just remember thirty five is the time when women are having those babies, those second, third babies, or they're going into that whole fertility thing and they're freaked out that they're not gonna have the babies and then or they're getting over the baby fat from the baby. You know, they're kinda of still in that zone. <laughs> and um and then and then uh you know, then it goes up from there as far as the health focus and also, or they've had the babies and they want to stay alive forever to be with the babies. You know what I mean? So there's a, there's a lot going on between 35 and 50. A lot. So I think you're in the right spot. I think you're going to do great. It feels really, really bright and light around you. So oh, beautiful!
6: Thank All you righty. so much, Mary.
0: Okay. All you're right. so welcome. Have a, good Have a night. great night. Take you care. Do. bye Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Well, I hope this information tonight was helpful to you. It is, it's, it's so easy to create positive flow in your life. And, and it's funny that we have this whole big conversation tonight about windfalls of abundance. And then we have just about everybody on the call in the space of receiving, you know, and needing that whole, for that to open up. Doing the exercises we talked about at the top of the show will absolutely. Um, operationalize this whole idea of opening to receive. So that's the practical things you can do, just making that list and starting to look at what you're tolerating. And just as you do that, as you do that, you say, you know, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. I deserve better. As you say, I deserve better in your relationships. I deserve better in my work. I deserve better in my my life and my, my home, you know, all those things, my environment you are telling the universe that you're ready to receive and all things can come to you so much easier. And the windfalls will show up. So until next week, I'm going to sign off with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this energy, anything is possible. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Bye.
1: You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Inc and Twitter at twitter.com slash moments. We can't wait to see you there.